You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. 3CR is about community and we welcome your participation at the station. 3CR is open to a wide diversity of volunteers and is a great way to connect with Melbourne's activist community. Have you ever thought about volunteering, doing a reception shift, getting a program on air, training in radio skills or contributing to one of the station's committees? There are many ways to be involved at 3CR. To find out more, go to 3cr.org.au and get in touch. Here we are, Radical Australia. No introduction music. It's disappeared. Kelly's beside herself. How are you, youngster? I'm all right. Yeah, I know you're all right, and I know you're a good person. I mean, or you wouldn't be. <laughs> oh, thanks. Or you wouldn't be here. All right, as a volunteer. You're it does a... take a big heart to join you every Wednesday, exactly, doesn't it? and put up with this crap. Yeah. Now we've got an amazing guest. We do. We have got Desmond Patrick Bergen. Commonly known as what? Baba Desi. Baba Desi. Desi. That's right. How are you, mate? Thanks very much. Very well. Good. And we've got we've got we've got Zoe. Yes. Who drove uh, Baba Desi, Desi here? Baba Desi Thank here. You, Zoe. And we've got Bobby the dog. Bobby the dog. Who's about to urinate on my boot? <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky. I'm. I'm. I'm oh, I'm unlucky. <laughs> He's uh, urinated on your shoe, has he? Uh, he's nah, okay. he's okay. Yeah, he's been sick, haven't he? Yeah, Bubba Desi's giving old Bobby a little bit of a rub on the head there. Yeah. Now, mate, when were you born? Um, in 1929. <gasps> Excuse me, could you repeat that, please? <laughs> 1929. You're not making that up. You don't even look 80. Thank you. Made my day. Well, you don't look 80. <laughs> I mean, when you shook me hand, I thought. Bastards trying to crush it. That's how strong did, you are. I did that to the police and they hated me because they? They, they always tried to put me on the floor. No, you end up putting them on the floor. Well, but then, then I was strong then. Well, you're strong now, mate. I'd hate to meet you in a dark alley. <laughs> now, um, where were you born? In Wangaratta. Good old Wang. What's the, what's the song there, the famous song, uh, Captain Matchbox? Uh, I can't. The Wahinis, the Wangaratta Wahinis, that's right, yeah. yeah. I ran, I ran two, two jazz dancers in my time as well too. Did you? What, down in Wang? I know, uh, I had one in, uh, one in um, Camberwell, it's yep. called uh, yep. Trad Jazz, Yep. and I had another one in uh, per- Paran yep. uh, at the um, Embers Club. Right, right. And that was called... What? Oh, I can no. never remember that one. Oh, don't worry about it. It must have yeah. been a great show. So, but, so did you go to school in Wangaratta? Uh, no, I, uh, we moved around a lot. Yeah. Why were your parents moving around a lot? Were they? Because my father was with the Labor Party yep. and he was a secretary and oh. he moved around a bit. What was his name? Paddy Bergen. Right. So uh, some of the old-timers listening would remember old Paddy, would they? Yeah. Was he a bit of a troublemaker? No, he wasn't. No, oh, well, I could be. I wouldn't know because um, he didn't live with us. He was moving oh, right. around. He right. was also in the uh, up in um, 
the Snowy. Oh, right. Also up there yeah. as well, stationed up there. Yeah, and how about, how about your mum? What was her name? Alisburg, Alice Adams originally, but right. her name was... So she had a, a, a greater impact on you than your dad who wasn't around? Yeah. 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 And what type of woman was she? Good woman. Right. Uh, but she was also very uh, talented. Uh-huh. Uh, she was a good cook. Yep. Uh, a dressmaker. She made clothing for the farmers' wives. Right. And so how many of you, how many of you were there? Any brothers and sisters? I had, uh, well, when I was very young, I, I had diphtheria. Ah, yes. Yeah. And uh, my mum had a baby mm-hmm. and to, to my father. Mm-hmm. And... Um, he um, got the he got the uh, the um, he, did he get diphtheria the, he got diphtheria. and died. Yes, yes. But uh, they couldn't forgive me for that, so they fostered me out to all different other families which were right, were, were right. related to us. Right. So, how old were you when uh, you had diphtheria? Uh, Just roughly. Oh, around a bit. Under ten or? Oh uh, no! Yeah, I was. Five, yeah. four, five, three—I can't remember. So after that, you what? You were just fostered out to different fostered people. Fostered out to families, right. Catholic families, right? Protestant families, right? Jewish, and Jewish, Jewish families. Jewish families. And this was where was this in Melbourne? In Melbourne, yeah. right? So, right. So where did you go to school? I went to school in. Um, first of all, I went to school in Sandringham. Mm-hmm. And then from Sandringham, when I was 10, o'clock, ten years old, we went to Warrnambool. Warrnambool, right. And um, when we went to Warrnambool, I went to Christian Brothers. Yes. And did you have any issues there or was it reasonable? Reasonable. Reasonable, mm-hmm. right. And uh, did you finish high school? No, I didn't get to high school. You didn't get I, to high I, school. I school right. at 14. At 14. What, they, people wanted, your family wanted you to get some work or you just had enough of school? I had enough of school. Right. <laughs> what, you didn't fit in? No, not really. Oh. I wasn't a sports person. Right. I didn't like sports. Oh. I was in the boxing team. Yep. But that's about all. Oh, that's, that's a pretty good team to be in, mate, <laughs> to know how to look after yourself. Yeah. So... What type of work did you get into at 14 or 15? Just I was working the woolen mills. And what were you doing there? The roundabout. Right, what, picking up the wool and yeah, all that and stuff? Yeah, doing different things for yeah, the yeah. older people. And what was that like? It was all right. It was, yeah. it was, it was filling. <laughs> it was, and then yep. they just, my parents decided, or my father was transferred down to Melbourne. Uh-huh. Uh, back to Melbourne, I yes. should say. Yep. And uh, we um, and we um, lived in um, a house over in uh, over near the zoo. All oh, right. Yep. Oh, yep. not a house. Sorry, we lived in in um, army barracks. Army barracks down at, at Flemington. Um, yeah. Uh, near the zoo. Yeah. And I learned there to appreciate the fact that people were coming over from other countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were using our toilets and we right. were sharing with them yeah. as well. Yeah. So this was after the war or during it the war? It was after the war. Just after the war. Did no, you? it was during the war. Yeah, yeah. it was during the war. Uh, you got any recollections of the war years? Only the times when I 
was hanging around the city a lot. And Hang on. What were you hanging around the city for? I was mixed up with, with young, all the other young fellows and right. go down the river boats. And yes. So, so, so you're too young to be drafted but old enough to be mischievous. Is yeah. that correct? So what did you get up to? Used to go down there and uh, have pick fights with the American soldiers. I didn't like the Americans. Right. Any particular reason? Because most of the people I was knocking around with mm. at that time, their mothers and their sisters were being mine wasn't, but yeah, they were being uh, they were all being courted. Yeah, yeah by say. Americans. Yeah, and the chocolate and the stocking brigade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember the the old know, the, Bris, the Brisbane and, War and the cigarettes and the cigarettes, stocking and, cigarettes and, and chocolate and the French letters and the French letters. Yeah, the four of the you know the quadra. Please explain. Do, do you do you know what I know French, French letters. Yes. Do you know what chocolate is? No. Do you know what stockings are? Yeah, there's those. <laughs> I hate to think. Yes, there were those suspender type stockings. Oh, yeah, they, were, they, they were the big thing in those days. Yes. Oh, so real, that, you do so really the American troops were cashed up. And they were moving towards the Australian women big time. Mm. And in Brisbane at one stage in '43, there was a full-scale riot between Australian servicemen and American servicemen, which resulted in a number of deaths. But these were our allies, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Yeah, we um, go down there and, and but actually some of the big shop um, owners in the city. Yeah. Were also kids, street kids yeah, huh? at that time right. as well. Right. So, what, there was a lot of street kids during World War Two. There was a lot of street kids. Right. And did you form gangs? Or? Yeah, yeah. Right. And uh, were you terrorised by the police or they were too busy worried about the war? They were too busy doing other things. things. Yeah. They didn't try to stop so the fights. Right. And, but uh, if anybody used their boots or used... Uh, a weapon of some description or, yeah. or knives, the, the crowd that were watching would join us and beat yeah. them up. Right, so. fair enough. Well, it's good to see that you you, you didn't have a misspent youth there, Bubba Death. <laughs> it's good to see. No, it was quite good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I'm a survivalist. Well, I know you're a survivalist, mate. I mean, I, I can still feel the pain in my hand where you shook it when I first <laughs> beat you a few, about half an hour ago. So... Did you last at the Wooler Mills for long or did you move on? Uh, from there, that was where I was working, there, yeah, yeah. and that's when we moved to to Melbourne. Mm -hmm. And what did you do in Melbourne, apart from beat up Americans? <laughs> no, that was... I was, at, um, I was about six or something we came down. That's where I went to school. Yep. At Sandringham. Yeah. Sandringham State yeah, School. Yeah. Yeah, it's still there, Sandringham State. Yeah. All right. Yeah, look, uh, Kelly's. Look, you're wondering what all that noise is. Desi's got Bubba Desi. The most amazing beautiful finery. I reckon you should take a photo I of them, and which we can put up on the, on Instagram. For They've the all been given to yeah. me by people who have travelled overseas so, and oh. different places, yeah. Yeah. and they give them to me, and I wear them because they're good luck. Well, they are good luck. You're pretty healthy, and you're 94, and you're, you've got all your marbles, mate. Well, you know what else? What else do you? What else do you need, you know? Amazing. That's the Southern Cross. Yeah. With the um, yeah. Aboriginal flag in the corner. Yeah. I'd like to see that sort of flag and see the bloody... What was the Union Jack? And the butcher's apron in the, in the corner of the uh, the Australian flag. You don't like that. 
I don't like the Union Jack. Yeah, we call it the Butcher's Apron. No butchers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, after the woolen mill, what type of work did you get into after the war? Um, oh, I just did different jobs. Yeah, yeah. Because I could never keep a job. After I was 17, I couldn't keep a job. Why was that? Did you talk back to the employer or something? No, because of the, of the uh, time I peed in the era. Excuse me, you couldn't keep a job because you peed in the era. Did you have a, bla- did you have a prostate problem at 17? No, I, 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 had a, I was up in the uh, Marupna. Yep. And I used to do a lot of horse riding. Yep. I trained racehorses and oh, great. what have you. Mm. And... Um, I um, had an accident. My um, horse was drinking in a creek Mm -hmm. and I had hold of the pommel. Right. And uh, I'm letting it drink the water and a train was going past and blew a whistle. Right. And it bolted, Mm -hmm. knocked down about six six, uh, fences. Right. Didn't didn't jump because I had no control. Right. And uh, I went over its head and stopped. All of a sudden, I went over its head and landed in one of those hard bogs. Oh, right. Uh, you know, uh, it was a, um, um, what do you call it? Um, a, a, a bog is a... Um, yeah, just a water. S- swamp, swampy swamp, thing. Yeah, yeah swampy. Swamp. Yeah. It was all, but it gone hard. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I broke my collarbone and what right, have you right. and ended up in, um, in the um, hospital there and I... Caught scabies, right? And the scabies poisoned my kidneys, mm. and that's why I had a weak kidneys at the time when right. I was peeing in the era. Hang on, now you've told us why you had weak kidneys, but what's it got? What's holding a job got to do with peeing in the era? Well, the cops came along. What you're peeing in the era, <laughs> and the cops came along? <laughs> what good luck, Bubba? There's what good luck, mate. <laughs> and they they can't they can't carry me. To the car and put me in the in the car and uh-huh. took me to the local lockup. Yep, and locked me up for the night. Yeah, uh-huh. and also booked me. Uh-huh. But they booked me evenly after all that because it was a joke. Oh right, they thought it was funny. But they ruined your life. They ruined my life because you had a record. Exactly, you had a record, and uh, just because you're trying to relieve yourself. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's and uh, I had a weak kidney. You know, I had, yeah, yeah. There's anything I could do. Right. So, how did you survive after that? The fact that you couldn't hold out, you couldn't hold down a job. People wouldn't employ you. They just shunned you. They did employ me because mm. I, I, I bluffed. You bluffed, <laughs> right? And and got by and got jobs. Yeah, I got a lot of jobs, but. They didn't last long because they found out that I had... A criminal record. Yeah. You peed in the era. Yeah. yeah. Did you... Uh, is there any particular work you, you you enjoyed at that particular point in time, in early life? Well, the last one I, I had mm. before I... When I finished yeah. was... I, was a, I worked as a supervisor at George's. That's pretty and good, mate. I know. How, how well-dressed were you? As well-dressed then as you are now? <laughs> I was always well-dressed. <laughs> The right way, no, yeah, so. yeah, the right way. Yeah. Well, if you're a supervisor at George's, come on, you'd 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 be spending all your wages on clothes, wouldn't you? Or did you get I a, was. Or did you get a discount? No, I got discounts. <laughs> all right. And um, funny part is when when I dressed, started dressing like my yeah. own way. Yeah. Um, 
The other way, I should say. Yes. And that was only because I was taking on, on the securities and, yes. and taking on the police and what have you. Uh, yeah. Uh, for being an activist. Right. Um, I, if ever I went into Georgia's, my staff would still call me and all the new ones would call me Mr. Mr. Well, of course, you're their supervisor. <laughs> That's right. But now, just in case, you know, I know people can't see us, but Papa Dezen, I have got what every man should wear. And we're not talking about French leather, we're talking about vests. It's good to see a man with a vest these days. They seem to have gone out of fashion. <laughs> Mine's from the 1970s. It was. Uh, I actually inherited it from a dead man. His sister gave it to me and says it looked good on you, Joe. So <laughs> recycled it. Well, I got sta- I got stacks of vests. Yeah. All different colours yeah. and sizes. Right. So it's, look, look. I hate to be rude here, Des, but I hate to be rude. Look, you're just wandering around and making a nuisance of yourself and working here and there, and did love into your life. <laughs> <laughs> love, love came into my life. In many ways. In many ways, right. <laughs> so you've had a, a reasonable life. <laughs> I had a good life that good way. Good life. Good <laughs> life that way. That's good. So, Except I got divorced three times. Only three times? <laughs> well, you're 94. Come on. Give us a break. How many kids you got? Uh, four sons. Four sons. From, from three different and women. Right. You got any, are you still in contact with all of them or some of them? Yes. Uh, um, I'm in contact with them. Well, with them, but they they had their own troubles, yeah. so they don't. Uh, yeah, everybody. Yeah. They don't um, get in touch with me now. Right. I've right. got a son living in Darwin, mm-hmm. a son living in uh, Whittlesea, yep, and another son who recently um, got bitten. He was living in Japan. He yep. came over here yep. to see me, yep. and he. Uh, Got bitten by a, by a mosquito right. and ended up with encephalitis. Encephalitis, did he? That's terrible. And the doctors have been studying him yes. for quite some time. Yes. And he's got a family over there. He can't see his family. Oh, right. The doctors have taken control of him. Right. I had him in, living with me for a while. Oh, yeah. Yep. But then they took him away from me and, right. and they got him living in an old folks home. Right. So he had a lot of... Uh, uh, Issues because of the damage from yeah. from the encephalitis. That's right. Well, he had yeah. to have open heart surgery the same same, same day. Right. So he put him in hospital yeah. and also uh, brain surgery. Right, right, right. It's, well, it's good of you that you're able to look after him. You know, but, but, I, but I'm not seeing him much these no, days because no. they've taken him away from me. Right, like, right. Is he in a nursing home far from where you live, or no, over in. Um, Parkdale. Parkdale. Well, that's a fair way from where you live. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, it's not easy getting around at 94. No. What, what's that eye patch? What, is that, is that well, decoration or what's... what's no. <laughs> Actually, I was... I, I thought I needed glasses. Right. And I went to the local um, eye specialist mm. and uh, he said to me, he said, your eye's okay, you don't need glasses. Mm. He said, but you'll have glaucoma in, in 20 years. Right. Now, three, about three weeks after that, yeah. I had glaucoma. Right, he was out by 20 years. And they, and they put me into the um, Eye Near the hospital, hospital. Yeah. And there was a doctor there from Barcelona. Uh-huh. And he noticed my eye was, in fact, was you know, blurry. Yes. And he 
look for, is looking for the infection yes. with a needle. Ooh. And, st- and stuck the needle right through my eye, eye. Mm. and blinded me. What year was that? Oh. Was that the 60s or 70s? I'd Just roughly. When you were older or... Yeah. yeah. Uh, around when I was 80. 80. Yeah. Right, right. Did you because um, that was when I went across to get my... Uh, to check to see if I had... Uh, if I need glasses, right? Did you um, did you think of suing? I did, but they sent him back to Barcelona. Yeah, but you sue the hospital, you don't sue the doctor. Yeah. I didn't feel like didn't feel like going through that. Yeah, yeah. because the other eye, yep, had they told me the other eye had conquered the glaucoma. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> well, well, you know what they say: the one-eyed man is king in the in the kingdom of the blind. So <laughs> you did well there. So outside, you were saying you kind of started your activist career when you were about forty. Oh, I was, I was a bit before that too. Yeah. Right? What were you doing team. before that? Leading marches. Yeah, what type of marches? Um, against the uh, nuclear. Yeah. Against against the, the war in uh, in Vietnam. Yeah. And uh, all that. You know, that all that stuff. So involved in all that type all of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, why? How I got the, the wizard name? Yes. Was um, they um, the faculty, the um, uh, the university faculty? Yes. Um, Approached me mm-hmm. because the they did have a wizard and he was working with me uh, when I was protesting. Yes, and uh, he went back to New Zealand. Mm, I remember that. And yes. they approached me and they yes. said, "We want to make you the wizard." Right. So then the newspapers got the wind. Yes. And I was called the new the wizard. Yeah. This was this was this was the University of Melbourne. The University of Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah. The wizard. Yeah. Well, you look like a wizard. A wizard. Uh, Do you perform miracles or you just... (laughs) And the children, the children call me, uh, the children call me the pirate because I... One eye. One eye. And I used to have a, I used to have a um, uh, earring. A earring, yeah, Yeah, but now you've got the pirate's head, head scarf, you know. Just the eye thing, yeah, but uh, you know, you'd be... I don't think he'd make much of a pirate, Desi. I'd say all that jewellery, he'd fall over, racing. <laughs> that's all been given to me too. Has it? Yeah, well, people just come back and give it to you. Yeah, because they think yeah. I like jewellery, so I, I've got to wear it. You've got to wear it, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, that's, that's interesting. So you're involved in the anti-Vietnam struggle, you're involved in the uh, anti-nuclear Every struggle that was going yeah. on. Did you have any on. trouble with the authorities? Oh, I had a hell of a lot of stuff. You could just explain what's <laughs> going on here, Desi. I even went for Senate to just freak them out. Yeah, and yeah. I got 28,000 votes. That's not bad. Because I wanted to uh, also open up all the uh, all the um, factories and warehouses for the poor. For the poor, yeah. So you haven't added to your criminal record of pissing in the arrow, have you? No, no. No, nothing like that. <laughs> all right. So when you look at an issue, say if you look at an issue... What makes you decide whether it's worthwhile you getting involved or not? Because obviously you've got a long history of being involved in many, many issues. Yeah, they all, all the issues that are happening around us is all the wrong issues in my book. And we're not, we're being treated like children. Right. And we're not allowed to, they don't want us 
to, to show that we can talk or to get out there and make a speech or something. Right. Because uh, we should be, we should have more power. Yes. Yes. And we don't have any power. They've stripped us of all our power. Right. Well, why do you think that's happened? Because we allow it to happen. Exactly. 100%. I agree 100% with you. We have allowed it to happen. You know, we've fought, you know, we'll let the authorities... Not everybody did. No. But we allowed it. As Most a society. Most people, yeah. they just rolled over and let them do it. Yeah. And now they're... they're because they were warned from, by the people from, um, from Queensland... Mm. When um, the first, when they first started the, um, these big shopping centres, yes, what would happen? Mm. And people didn't take any notice. No. So, have you always lived in Melbourne? Um, I know I've only lived in Melbourne for um, since I was what? Since we came back from Warrnambool. Yeah, but that, that's a long, long yeah, time. That's, that's over. Well, I say I was about. 14, 15 yeah, or 14, yeah, so 15. it's over almost 80 years you've lived in Melbourne. Yeah. Have you noticed changes about the people and how we interact in Melbourne? I noticed that a lot of people are... Well, in in the old days, a drop of a hat would be pro- protesting. Yes. And they'd be getting big crowds. Mm. These days we're only getting small crowds. Yes. And people are wearing these bloody masks. Yes, yes. Up and down like a yo-yo with yeah, the mask day. Yeah, that's Kelly. She's telling me we're halfway through the program. So oh, right. we'll give you a breather. I'll do a, I'll do a community announcement. This is Radical Australian Community Radio 3CR, streaming live on 3cr.org.au. Kelly Whitworth's producer. My name's Joseph Toscano. We're having a chat. We don't do interviews here uh, with Baba Desi. Patrick Bergen, also known as The Wizard. The Wizard. Right. <laughs> Public transport's great. What's not great is that unless you've got a radio with you, you can't listen to 3CR when you're on it. Until now. The Community Radio Plus app lets you listen to us wherever you are. Get on board and search Community Radio Plus wherever you get your apps. You're listening to Radical Australian Community Radio 3CR 855 on your AM dial. This program is streaming on 3cr.org.au. The program is podcast. You can access the podcast by going to 3cr.org.au. Now, I notice you've got this staff. Where did that come from, this piece of wood well, you carry Well, that one was given to me by the Aboriginals early in the piece, and I've been, I used that before I started making staffs. Right. You make staffs. I make staffs. And I, I, they're, they're selling. Right. And the money I make from that uh, goes into um, charities as well. Right. So and, and when I, I sold all my, my, a lot of my gear that I used to wear, because I used to wear uh, different clothes yep. each day. Yeah. And uh, they got, they made six. Six thousand dollars out of the clothing I right. and they're still making money, and that's money's going into charity to help the right. poor. Now I understand you had a, a long association with Father Bob. Oh yeah. How long did you know Father Bob for? Oh, for quite some time. Right. Because you know, he he was not far from where I was living. Yeah. And we started the we started the shop selling um, 
I was selling the antiques. Yes. And what the antiques were, when the Italians came, moved into uh, uh, South Melbourne, mm. they uh, started pulling down all the houses yes. and all the antiques and put throwing them out on the lawn. On the lawn, right. And yeah. we'd pick them up. Yeah. Uh, and I'm talking about fire surrounds. Yep. And uh, what else? And also... Um, I assume lanterns. Stu- stools and all sorts of old-fashioned so, things. Yeah. And they threw them all out. Yep. Even the front the front doors, yep. which were very solid yep. doors, mm. and putting in cheap stuff. Yep. So we sold them in, in the shop mm. to, the, to to collectors. Right. And and that's how you got introduced to Father Bob. Yeah. Right. We well, did that. Yeah. What did you think of him? Oh, he's a good bloke. Yeah, yeah he's a good bloke. Yeah. And th- did you work with him on certain... Uh, oh, we, charities? Or? Yeah, I worked with him. And uh, also we, um, what else did we do together? We did a, oh, we also worked in, uh, I had a seconds and samples shop as well. Right. Where I was, um, um, going, I was going over to, to the factories over uh, in uh, uh, Fitzroy mm-hmm. and places like that and, um, to get seconds from them and selling yes. them. Yes, yes, that's and, uh, right. Also, and samples from right, there. Right. And I was also selling second-hand clothing as well there. Right, to make a buck, yeah. And I understand uh, you went to Father Bob's funeral. I did, yeah, yeah, I was invited there. Yeah, and what was that like? It was good, mm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't go to no, I didn't go to his funeral. I went to his church. The church service, service yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The church service was good. Mm. They said a lot of good things about Bob. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, it wasn't it wasn't churchy. It was all right. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah, we had him here on the studio about four years ago. So you know, yeah, yeah. he used to call me the doctor. The doctor. Oh, another another alias. <laughs> why did he call? And why he called me the alias, the, 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 the doctor? Yes, was. When I was younger, yeah. I um, the people thought I had a gift, uh-huh. and um, so I I used that gift, but I I, I don't know was a gift or what. But I found that if I used certain words and that, mm-hmm. and vi- I, I worked on the vibrations on people, right, and. It worked so uh, it, to, it, to a point where this family came to me and they mm. said, "Our son has fallen off a, off a, um, um, one of the towers. Yes. He's a steeplejack, yes. and he's got a concussion, and mm. the doctors are going to put a plug on him. Yes. And he was at the uh, St Vincent Hospital, mm. and they asked me to go there yes. and do a healing. Yes. Well, I did a healing, mm-hmm. and guess what? He woke up. He came out of it. Right. Yeah. And that followed me around for a while. So you're, you, you you could be described as a human diviner. Instead <laughs> of looking for water, you're healing people. And the, his girlfriend, yes, uh, she nearly passed out when she saw him he, when he woke up Right. came right. out of it. Yeah. But they're going to put a plug in. Yeah. They, they panicked and came yeah. to see me just on the off chance I might be able to do something. Something. And when did you realise you had this gift? Well, I was I was um, 
taken to see the Dalai Lama. Right. And he did a, a healing on me and he used the same used the words that I that I used. What? Did you take him off him or did he take him I off you? I took him off him. Right. Well that's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> well, well that's that's the best thing in the world, isn't it? When you copy somebody it shows your respect for them. That's right. <laughs> That weren't Peyton. <laughs> why was he? Why was the Dalai Lama healing you? He was. Well, he was doing it for the for TV. Oh right, yeah. TV and the, was there and all the newspapers. And yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, 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 just. If once again, if you're wondering what all the noise is, I know it's, it's not, it's not, it's not Desi's uh, chains we put around his ankle. It's, it's all his rings. He's get, right. getting a bit excited, and it's always good to get excited. You know, <laughs> means you're alive. So, why do you think you've lived so long? Uh, I have, I have no idea. <laughs> All I can think of is when I was turned 40, yeah. I used to drink and smoke. Right, right. And cars. Yep. I used to drive cars and whatever. Yep. And we used to do the ton. Yep. Along, uh, uh, we did the ton a few times along Beach Road Oof, and yes. Ocean Road. Yep, yep. And also um, the um, main street in the, in the city. Oh, right, yeah. We do the ton. ton. We never ever got caught by the cops. The ton. Yeah. What's the ton? That's uh, drag racing. Hundred. hundred. Oh, the ton. A ton. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine doing the ton down Collins Street <laughs> or Beach well, Road? It was Swanson. It was Swanson. Even worse. Yeah. yeah even Swanson worse. Street. Yeah. You were so wild. You were so wild when you were a youngster, Desi. Uh, Look, he, you're pretty wild. He was forty. He was no. He, he should have known better. He should have known better. <laughs> so you, you stopped all that when you were forty. Yeah. Why? Because I got involved. No, I stopped it before I get to forty. Yeah. I stopped when I got married. Yeah. Oh, a good woman straightened you out, Desi. Uh, or she tried. No, no, I, I got involved in. Movies. I was in movies. All oh, right. What type of movies? I was in a lot of um, different uh, Australian movies. Right. Uh, and one of them was Mission Impossible's. But I was paid character roles. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Did you pay? Get paid? I got good money. Yeah. yeah. Character roles. Yeah. Oh. How do they pick you? Because you because you were. Well, they also picked me at one stage. I was also a male model. Yes. Uh, when the Queen came out a second time, right. they picked me to um, do a fashion model, a fashion parade for the Queen mm-hmm. uh, at Exhibition Building. She was living there. Right. Right. Well, that's interesting. Uh, male model. No, I didn't doing the ton down Swanson Street, smoking, drinking, supervisor at George's, <laughs> best clothes in the, in the city. God, man, you've had it easy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, I'm still confused. Why did Melbourne University ask you to be the wizard? Were you were, were you dressing a little bit eccentrically? I, I was wearing at the time. I was wearing, uh, um, I um. Arab, Arab outfit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The whole, the, the, the whole works, the, the caftan, whole the yeah. whole works. Turban yeah. a lot. The turban yeah, a lot, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, even, um, what's his name? Um, um, the Cockney um, comedian. 
in in America. What's his name? Oh, I can't remember. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But we, anyhow, he came yeah. to he, he picked me up in the street and he said, yes. "I was the best thing he'd, he'd seen for for um, decades since since, since, since Brown bread. Says brown bread. <laughs> it was that well one, well yeah. known one. I can't remember his name, but anyhow, he invited yeah. me to his show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I went to sleep on the, in the front seat <laughs> because I was sick and tired of that effing word being used. Were you? In, yeah. By Billy Connolly. Billy Connolly. Yeah. There we go. And, and when he came back from from <laughs> overseas, he interviewed me again on yeah. TV. Yeah, yeah. I think you're like-minded, you two. <laughs> I think you're brighter, but that's, that's that's the important thing. Now, look, I'm going to ask something that's rude. Look, Melbourne in the 60s and 70s was pretty laid back. Oh, well, in the 70s was a bit laid back. So why did you go from supervisor in the best clothes, you know, at George's? Well, that's where I got sacked by the big corporations. Yeah, I can imagine. But why did you then... I started working for the people. And what, do you, mean, what do you mean by that, working for the people? Stirring the coppers up, stirring everybody up. Right, right. So and they, people, they hated me for it. Well, because you were just dressed differently yeah. and you spoke your mind. And I also, uh, I, I was involved with the Mayor of South Melbourne, fighting them over the train, getting rid of the trains. Yes, yeah, yes, we, we, yes. We were training people right. at the time also in uh, the gas work site. Yes, yes. And uh, because we weren't getting along with any the Labor or Liberal, yes, they they sacked us from there. They kicked us out of there. Yeah, and uh, they sold they sold it out to the big corporations. They yeah. took it over. Yeah. And but before we went, we gave our our uh, workshops and what have you to mm. the Aboriginals. Right. So, but the thing is, most people grow up. Desi and get become boring, and they watch TV and they wait. Oh, I can't and, and, stand it. And they hang around in God's waiting room, waiting to die and go yeah, to that's heaven. Right. Yeah. TVs are only good for one thing, and that's putting your foot through them. Yeah, but always wear a boot when you put yeah, your foot with a through boot. a TV. Yeah, of I course, have, of course. I did have a friend once who's now dead who did himself a big injury by putting a bare foot through a TV. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think blame. It, I think it was a bit inebriated. I don't blame him. No, no. Because I listen to I listen to music all the time. Damn. Can't stand can't stand um, the TV. Right. No way. Do you have any talents in the musical field? No, I always wanted to. Right, right. Never but had I, the opportunity. I, I ran jazz dances, but I yeah. could never uh, play any any yeah. instrument. What what type of jazz? Uh, traditional and traditional, um, right? And um, Dixieland. Dixieland, jazz. yeah. And because that was big, big, wasn't it? In the fifties and sixties, that was big. And what, what? You were kind of an entrepreneur, were you? Yeah. Uh, I was. Um, I was a jazzer. Yeah. I was. A, I was a bodgy. Yes. I, I was a. Uh, yeah. Um, now, can I a ask, hippie? Yeah. I've been everything. Yeah. Can I ask you a personal question? Were you a bob a bodgy with a witchy, witchy or not? No, I had, I, had, I had many widgies. You had many widgies, not just one. Fair enough. And, and, and did you wear the pointed shoes or that was the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a pointed Those, shoes. Uh, uh, 
What are they called? I can't what remember. What are they? Winkle. Winkle pickers. Yeah, yeah. And Winkle pickers. And the, the stove. Something named like that. And the stove pipes. And the stove pipes. Yeah. yeah. So which which year? And the baggy and the and the baggy pants. Oh yeah, yeah. The flares. Yeah, the flares. Yeah. So which period do you think is was the more interesting? Was it when you're a bodgy, when you're a hippie, when you're a wizard? I mean, you've been a few things. Well, I've been them all. Yeah, I've been them all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I still, I still kept my, I still fought for, yeah. for humanity. I was a humanist. You're a humanist, yeah. Universalist, a humanist. Yeah. They've, they've disappeared. It's all about me, me, me now. It's that's not right. About, it's not about anybody else. But the interesting thing is, once you turned 80, you were still fighting. I mean, you were involved in McDonald's at Tacoma, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what type of things were you doing there? Yeah, I just stopped. I'm just. Oh, this is funny. Yeah. Um, I was um, the the security there yeah. were all um, Indians yep. and superstitious. Yes, and they said to me, "That stick you've got is that uh, magical?" <laughs> I said, "No, it's a it's an Aboriginal killing stick." Like, right, <laughs> and they left me alone. Of course, they kept miles away from me and picked on all the others. Yeah, well, I think, I think, I think there's not many brownie boards in beating up an eighty-year-old. You realise that? <laughs> and you've been involved in a few other things in the last ten well, or fifteen I was, years. I was at a, one, one of the one of the protests I was at. Yep. I actually there's two. I was at one. Where we were arguing yeah. with the um, with the um, uh, what do you call them? security? No, no the um, well, you argue uh, the American, um, American, uh, the consul, no, the ambassador. No, the, um, uh, uh, what were they? Well, it doesn't matter. You're arguing, yeah. The, the Nazis, the born the uh, born again Nazis. Oh, born at the neo the neo Nazis. Neo Nazis, yeah. And we're arguing with them. Yep. And um, they ran the horses towards us. Right. And um, tried to run us down, and yep. they kept in talking yep. to the uh, they we, because we had the numbers. Yep. The others didn't, yep. but the police had the numbers. Yes, they had the horses. Yeah, and, and they ran the horses at us. Yeah, and they uh, and the horses um, started coming up to us and, and rubbing themselves against us. They were friendly, right? <laughs> and the police hated them yes. for it. <laughs> it. Must have and been. They surrounded us with the horses. Yeah, it must have been the aura. And then there was another day. Yeah, they they had they had the numbers, and they took us for a walk. Mm. Over to Richmond. Oh, they took the and walk. they took us onto a bridge. Right, and we got in the middle of the bridge. Yeah, and they started bringing helicopters down over us. Right, and there's dogs and children amongst yep. the crowd. Right, and they're all screaming and what have you. Yep, and I was there, <laughs> and I said to the girl I was with, I said, because I was in my nineties. Yep, I said, I'm going to pretend. I'm going to walk down towards the police mm. and pretend to have a uh, heart attack, heart attack, yes. and you and you can give me a, a, a what do you call it? Mouth to mouth, external <laughs> cardiac massage. Yeah, yeah you but might. anyhow, we got down there and I changed my mind, right? Because they were, were walking out of my letting me go. Yep. And I uh, so what I did, I um, 
I walked through them. Yep. And she followed, mm. and uh, she told me that they really hated me. Yep. But we got the train home. Mm. The next day, a lot of people that were there mm. told me, oh, there's a couple that came up to me in, yes. in uh, Belgrave, yep. and they said that they were all put into... Ca- not that those people, but a lot of people were put into buses yes. and taken to the prison. Right, right. And put in prison that night. And processed, did yeah, you? Yeah, for protesting. Yeah, you don't remember what the protest was about? Uh, no, was, yeah. I can't really remember right. what that was about. Right. Yeah, and you've been also, a few, few weird yeah, ones. Yeah, like you've, you've also been raided, I understand, when you were an old man by the police. 80. You're 80. What were you rated for? <laughs> well, what happened was I um, my mum died at, when I was 80 right. and she left me some money and I bought a, I bought a house. Yep. And uh, I was... No, I didn't... No, I didn't own the house. Sorry, mm. I lied there. Yep. I... Well, city, I was renting the house, mm-hmm. renting the front room, I should yep. say. Yep. The back room was owned by the um, Neighbourhood Watch. Yep, Neighbourhood Watch. And the, <laughs> on the daughter, yep. the daughter and the boyfriend, her boyfriend, yeah. decided they wanted to go up to the cuckoo yeah. and rob the cuckoo. Ah, oh, yes, the, the German restaurant, yep. And when the, the proprietor came out with a... Plastic black plastic bag. Yes. They asked him for, for the for his bread. Yeah. Meaning money. Yeah. He handed them the bag, and the bag was full of wood, wood um, bread rolls. <laughs> <laughs> the guy with the gun. <laughs> yep. He fought, he got such a shock. Yeah. And she did too, and he shot her in the bum. His own his own girl. Yes. <laughs> And talk about a comedy of errors. And then, then, when she was taken to the police to the to the, the hospital, hospital yeah. Yeah. as she got out of the car, a carving knife fell at the foot of the uh, police. Right. <laughs> then they decided to come down. Yeah. Uh, they'd been also prior to this for eighteen months. They'd been going to the. Those people yes. who lived in the back room yep. and having parties with them. Right. And they were supplying drugs to these coppers. Right. <laughs> and they'd come to my front door, that's yep. where I was living, yep. and they'd knock at the door yeah. and ask me, were they home? I never knocked around with them. Yeah, yeah. But they were the house. And I always there to tell them that they could go down and see them. Yeah. They were in there. Yeah. And... So they came down, even after all this 18 months knowing I was living there, yep. they came down and threatened me uh, mm. and said, we have the right to shoot you in the back yeah. if you don't come to the door. Right. Right. I yeah. wasn't going to go to the door. There's cops everywhere. Yeah. They jumped the fences and all to come. Right. Right. I assume your relationship with the Victorian Constabulary has uh, improved, Desi? Well, uh, that's another thing too. Yeah. When when I was at South Melbourne, the police used to come to the mayor mm. and uh, and get them. I, there's two mayors that, I, three mayors that I was um, 
working with, I was at right hand of, of both of those mayors, yeah. um, they used to say to the police, this is a local identity because yeah. uh, they come there and ask to sign their papers. Yep. And they go to shake hands with me, put me on the ground. I put them on the ground. Right. So you're still... I was pretty strong. Well, I can tell. I can tell. I'm still... I was thinking uh, of suing you for fracturing two fingers in... Two, my, two, two bones of the, in my hand there. One of my, one of my protests... Yes. When I was protesting against the trains... Yes. Uh, for protesting against the new, new trains... New trains, yes. The um, police... Um, no, the... Um, Union um, organizer yeah. came onto the railway line to, to, to take to take the, um, uh, the the girders off. Yep. And one of the girders was against the gate, mm-hmm. and I put my hands around the girder yep. and locked myself in on the girder. Right. And when they came to take my hands take me off the girder, mm. they couldn't undo my hands. hands right. Believe yeah. it or not, they I do couldn't undo it. and. I'm sort of stuck on the girder. Yep. They had me hanging from the girder. Right. And carried me, <laughs> and carried me towards the divvy van, but yes. it wasn't a divvy van. It was a ute <laughs> with a cage in, on the back. Right. A um, wire netting cage. Yes, yes. And they threw me into the cage. Yep. And when they threw me into the cage, they did a yui. Couple of Ueys just be, and had me rolling around in, in the back. Yeah. But before that, they um, oh, before that, I didn't. I didn't mention the fact that when they, I was on the girder, they rushed me towards the car, yep. and my friends all sang out, and they dropped me to the ground and put the put the girder on top, top of me, me right. until my hands relaxed. Next, yeah. Then they g- gathered me up, arms and legs, and yeah. threw me into the cage. cage yeah. Well, then. They took me to the police station. Right. Now the the officer there was questioning me like a criminal, mm-hmm. and by the time he's finished, I said, "Do you mind if I make a phone call?" And I rang the lo- local mayor, and she told him who I was. And yeah. I was one of the locals, yeah. well known, and um, they um, uh, and then uh, that's right. And then when he finished talking to me and questioning me mm-hmm. in, in a, you know, as if I was a criminal way, yeah. um, I said, "Do I make?" You know, I made a call to her. Then I made a phone call to a, 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 a one of the prime uh, uh, politicians. politicians yeah. And next when he sang to me, "Excuse me, sir, would you like a cup of tea and some biscuits?" <laughs> And that's how they treated me. How weird. You know, you know the old saying, it's not what you know, it's who you know, mate. That's you just right. proved it there. Now, we've only got a few minutes to go, Desi. Uh, Papa Desi, Baba Desi, God, Baba Desi, Patrick Bergen. Look, in case there's anybody under 94 listening to this program, there may be one or two, what's a recipe for a good life, mate? This is a serious Dude. question. Be positive. No, no negative, negative is going to come into your life. Right. And just be positive about what you're doing mm. because I've, I've proved that in many ways that nothing I, – I, I, just, I just jump in and do what I'm expected to do mm. and not um, have a second thought about doing it. Yeah, don't mope around. 
don't wait for somebody that's else right. to do it. Yeah, that's right. That's the key. That's, that's what's always my mind. Yeah, I keep saying there's two big tribes in Australia: the Gunner tribe. I'm going to do this and going to do that, and the I should do something about that tribe. That's you've torn up both membership cards and you've gone out there and you've done it. Yeah, yeah. And I don't question anything I do. Right. I just go ahead and do it. Do it. And I proved that I walked into a I walked into a fire in. Um, I was in Richmond, mm. and I was walking along Bridge Road mm. again, mm-hmm. like the last time. Yes. And um, I was walking along, and um, there was a uh, this uh, newspaper shop on the corner. Yes. And there was a guy screaming out from the second floor. Yes. Help, 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 and flames coming out of the top floor. Mm. And um, there was next door was a... Um, uh, um, um, fruit shop, yep. and it was owned by Italians, and they were yeah. running around like Indians with their heads chopped off. They right. didn't know what to do. Right. So I said, "Have you got a hammer or a tomahawk?" Because the front door was glass. Right. I smashed a hole in the in the glass, mm. and I didn't think of it being that it would do what it did. Mm. Um, it um, blew, blew the door out. The pressure by doing that. Yeah. It brought the fire down. Down, yes. Yeah, what he called, um, there's a word for it. Is there? Oh. But anyhow, yep. uh, I climbed through the hole. Yep. I went, and as I'm going through the, through the shop, all around me, all the newspapers were catching fire. fire. Yep. And every fire all around right. me, my clothes were smouldering. Right. I got to, got to the, to the, to the, to the, um, Top floor, yep. No, to the, um. Staircase. Yep. And I'm halfway up the staircase, and there's a, there's a ball of fire comes Come straight at me. Right. I bolted back the other way right. I came, right. out through the door, right. and the, the fire brigade had arrived by then, yeah. mm. and I just kept going. Right. And I rang the fire brigade up the following day, yeah. and I said, what, what, "Was he alive?" They said, "Of course he's alive." They said, "He, um, some silly bugger walking past." Smash the door and cause an overdraft. <laughs> and I felt so demoted after all that. I didn't ask him. They said, they said she's alive. Uh, and that was all I wanted. Well, but I wanted recognition as well, but I didn't get the recognition. No, well, look, uh, Baba Desi Patrick Bergen, B U R G I N. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you, Kelly, for making this possible. And I wish you all the best. You've got to make us a promise. What's that? We both want an invitation to your 100th birthday party. <laughs> yeah, but they're all, they're all lining they up. They all, I know, I know. They're lined up on one the other. And, yeah. you know, and everybody came and I was over, yeah. <laughs> overdone. Yeah, yeah. Another six years. We'll be there, mate. Thank, <laughs> thank you very you. much, thank Baba you. Desi. And thank you uh, to uh, Zoe and Bobby for bringing you in from the uh, you know, mountains. All but I won't, I won't hesitate. I still, even now, I wouldn't hesitate to help anybody. No, I realise that. You're a great human being. It's been a great pleasure well, speaking like to, to I you. Well, I'd like to see the, the rest of the world the same thing. I want, yes. to see, I want to see the people stand up for themselves and yeah. show they've got, they got balls, whether men or women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand what instead, you're saying. Instead of giving in. Yeah, I understand. Thank you very much, Desi. Thank you, you Baba Desi. Thank you.
If you're feeling the heat this summer, you're not alone. Our wildlife becomes stressed and unwell more quickly in hot weather. Please keep an eye out for native animals this summer, especially during a heat wave. If you have a backyard, balcony or courtyard, provide water and shade. Call Wildlife Victoria on 8400-7300 if you see wildlife in distress or for more information. To donate or volunteer, go to wildlifevictoria.org.au. Wildlife Victoria is a 3CR supporter. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.